This episode is sponsored by Supreme of the UK. Click the link in the description and support the podcast. Quote CFR at the checkout and receive 10% discount on your order. I remember when I first started this rap, my best friend was telling folk I'm whack, behind my back, now look where I'm at, same goals, new friends, and a different view of what it means to win or lose, I'm still fighting for a few more steps towards success, people smiling all up in my face, with hate on they breath, I don't stress it, bless it be the name of the lame, who hate on me, I hope one day you see we're the same, from head to feet, and we can really build, and let each other know just how we really feel, and come up with some answers to the questions that have been plaguing us since day one, like why can't I like them, because their skin's a different shade from my own. Why do we treat little girls with love until they grow? Then it's money over hoes. I know that I'm not a saint, but I can't participate in that hate. Knowing it's the reason some of my people ain't here today. My little brother took one to the gut, and my uncle took one to the dome for 28 bucks. You can't tell me that the price of life is cheaper than a phone bill. If I can't tell you face to face, I hope this song will convince you we should really be. And let each other know just how we really feel And come up with some answers to the questions that have been plaguing us since day one Like why do I have to pay to live on the planet I came from And why is love so natural? Where did hate originate and who defines what's factual? Why do we assimilate destruction like it's casual? We don't differentiate propaganda from actual understanding And that's why we can't coexist all of our issues come from us trying to shake the world into our fit. I know it's this because comparison is where it all begins. In convictions, we see difference, but our premises are twin. And that's where we should really build and let each other know just how we really feel. And come up with some answers to the questions that have been plaguing us since day one. Like, how are we all different when we live under the same sun? CFR Network, good day, good night all. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thank yourself, firstly, for tuning in and most definitely for surviving another day. Special guest, Going Global, Josh. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. How art thou? Yeah, thank you very much, mate. I'm really, really good. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just feeling good at the minute. I'm really enjoying myself. Excellent. And well, of course, you must be as well because you're not in England, so you, you're going to have... Um, <laughs> better weather than we currently have even though i will say the last few days we have had a little bit of sun and stuff obviously mixed in with the rain so but we're kind of getting there we're kind of getting there sir uh, so I, was, I forget what time of year it is you know i've been on the road for a while so i was just forgetting what the weather's like back in the uk i've tried to i pay very little attention to what's going on at home at the minute so and sometimes just that is the best thing to do it's just yeah, uh, live in the moment plan for the future and you know when you get back home then you can start to think oh oh this has happened oh this change has taken place maybe you know go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah 
Firstly, thank you very much for carving out some time in your busy schedule. Um, your works are tremendous. I stumbled across your work not too long ago, to be fair. And I will say, and not just because you're on the broadcast, I tend to home in and enjoy the content of more genuine people kind of thing who aren't just, hey, guys, this is what I've eaten today. Look at this pizza. I'm yeah. not, you know, I want someone yeah, to yeah. really, you know, have a walk around, talk to the locals, have an experience, you know. Um, so I, I thank you for for doing what you're doing and exposing people to other number one places, cultures, ideologies, and just making people think. Because this is what it's all about, you know. Where some people are stuck in a, you know, in a little town or a little city. They've never been on a plane before, and all they watch is movies or television. Mm -hmm. And then people like yourself go out and actually make connections with people and have real life conversations. So, and that in turns, what it does, it breaks barriers down and lets people know there is a different option. There are many different types of people across the world. Yeah, man. Well, I, I really appreciate that. That's just, that was uh, almost too kind. I mean, um, that's exactly what I'm. That's what I'm exactly aiming for. To be honest, um, I am from one of them small towns, and like my cousins and my family, and uh, most most of my family never gets out. Actually, my siblings themselves, we all sort of spread our wings and doing our own things all over the all over the place now. But yeah, I'm from one of them towns, so I know exactly what that is. Um, and it's, you know, each to their own. People live their lives their own way. Um, thankfully, I don't have the commitments back home, so I can come out and do this sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, like I say, the, the type of content that I'm trying to do is is hopefully, I like I'm just getting started. Do you know what I mean? So it's 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 nice that you're seeing, and that's what I'm trying to do is sort of show the alternatives of what there is around the world because. I'm, truly fascinating in how we organize ourselves as you know as society as family as and seeing the different perspectives of well how do they do it here and how do they do it here and what are yeah. some good parts that i like about it so yeah that's i really appreciate you saying that thank you you're most welcome and, and this is this is one of the, the the main purposes is to explore the human experience and within doing that as you say you can visit these various countries cultures and you can i like that i'm gonna adopt maybe not the full element of that custom or ritual but i'm gonna take a piece of that because it fits in with my ethos and it fits in with what my potential family structure is so and this is all like life is for learning right <laughs> exactly exactly yeah and that's it like these for me personally like i like making the videos and i obviously i want people to watch them otherwise i wouldn't be making them but for me personally every time i'm out with a camera and, and like you say I'm, I'm trying to do things which are a little bit different i'm actually going out and learning like i could probably go out and do travel videos every day or whatever else but for me like I, i'm trying to tell a story or i'm, I'm trying to learn how to tell a story should yeah. i say because right now i'm still i'm still working it out um so i'm trying to learn how to tell a story learn about the people and personally grow from whatever it is i'm doing in that day or when I've been focused on on, on a particular topic, so that, that's what I, it, the the journey for myself personally is about. So yeah, that's um, that's what I'm aiming for. Yes, growth and development, and as you say, it is a learning stage, and you will stumble a little bit. You might and you might look back yeah. and review content, as many people do. I mean, we're not we like we've had like 
2012, 11, if you heard me, you know, doing, I guess it was called internet radio back then, I, 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 you know, you'd recognize the voice, but I wasn't yeah. as uh, as skilled as I, I am now. And it's, it's all about, as, as you say, the, the experience and growth and developing and, you know, changing angles at times because nothing in life is subject to change. I mean, everything in life is subject to change. So we as, as, as individuals, you know, and as, as the, the, the human, frail human creatures that we are, we like routine. We don't necessarily like the change, but the change is inevitable. So yeah, what's what's great with yourselves and, and content creators who are like, I just, before I even say that statement, like I couldn't fathom going like multiple different countries on my Todd, meeting new people, you know, check, I mean, checking into hotels and stuff, that's nothing, but just being yeah. 24 hours a day for, for months on end, just on your own, in essence, I, that's, that's very commendable, very commendable. Yeah, it does get tiring. I can see why people like it. It's because it's I've been on the road now for just over a year and a half and I, it does get tiring. I must, when I was in Jamaica, I've, I've really started to feel Right, I need a little breast here. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it started to wear me down a bit, so I, I had to take like about a month of just not doing anything, just not travelling, just uh, focusing on other work stuff, and then um, I feel refreshed now. Back in the Philippines, I've just I've just had a best, best mate just got married, so I've been had a couple of weeks with spending time with him and the family, and so now like I'm ready to rock and roll. And obviously, this is why I went into Tondo the other day. Um, I'm like feeling really up for it now. This is like my only focus now. Excellent, excellent. And, and I, I guess it's going to be quite different for us in the the United Kingdom versus like the American travelers because they seem to get a lot of perks flying with various airlines and stuff. Is that something that you can take advantage of? Honestly, I've I, I don't really plan in advance but very often so it's difficult and I fly with different airlines all the time I'm literally just looking for the cheapest the yeah. cheapest flights I can find yeah so it's it's not something I've actually looked into I had I actually met an American guy who makes content around travel hacks um I should probably ask him uh, to get a few good deals to be honest but yeah no that's not something I've ever really focused on mm. unfortunately well. Well, but you know, I've brought it to your attention now, so you might think, actually, yeah. you, you know, I, just I mean, think I see stuff every day, and just maybe think, why am I not asking him for good ideas of how I can do this cheaper or whatnot? But yeah, yeah, I get on to him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but I guess at the same time, you're focused more on the experience rather yeah, than it, yeah. the the background kind of thing, and it's it, you, it'll all come, it will come because you'll see things, you'll watch other content, and you'll say, actually, I like that. I yeah, like the way yeah. you do that kind of thing. Well, that's literally where I'm at at the minute. So, like, I haven't even monetized the channel at the minute because I realized, like, I, I know personally, I, for a lot of it, the style, for example, or the way I'm setting up the structure of the show right now, is, is still, I'm still working it out how I want to do it. And if I'm honest, I'm, I'm looking at other people who I, the content that I admire, people like Kurt Cars and uh, yeah. Bold and Bankrupt, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm basically essentially using their style as i learn my own and now i think the last video the rasta one 
and this one with Tondo. These are the now right. Okay, now I'm starting to show my own my own side. My, this yeah. is, I'm not ripping anyone off now. This is what, like I, not that I was ripping anyone off, but I was you know I was looking at their content and thinking right, can I do that? Because I wasn't, I'm not really being comfortable in front of the camera until re really recently. So now I'm like, all right, now I can get comfortable. I can, I'm quite happy to just, you know, say what I've got to say and yes. just stand by it. So now, but now, so this is, this has come with time. Um, and now this is my main focus. It's, it's, it's I know all the distractions, you know what I mean? So now I can really be like, all right, I'm doing my own thing now. This is me. I'm not looking for anyone else's audience. I'm looking for mine. Yes. And you mentioned Kurt. The first time I stumbled across that guy, <laughs> I was thinking, what on earth? The people are telling you not to go down there, Kurt. What are you doing? Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, he made it successfully. You know, I think there was about three or four people. I think, where was he? He was in South America somewhere. Was, I can't even remember the country. But there was about three or four people on this hill on the way down to this little little um center place and we're all like no don't go down there and it's like oh you know, yeah. you know i'm fine oh and i was i was actually quite scared for him thinking well if you know if, <laughs> if the locals are telling me that at some point you might want to be a bit kind of cautious but it's all worked out it's all worked yeah, out man he's absolutely smashing it and to be honest he makes some great stuff like so fair play to him definitely and you know what i guess as well it's energy I know you know you know all about what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's if, if you have a certain energy about you, and you have good intentions, even the bad people will, will you know they will feel that and will say, oh, I'm not, I'll leave this guy. He's, he's, you know, he's a, yeah. we'll move on to other kind of things." So yeah, I, I, I get it. I do get it because you look at the comments as well. Like you shouldn't be going down there. I'm I, I live in that town and I don't go down there. Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. So going back to your time in Jamaica and that, that was it a three hour hike that you did to get up to that plantation? Oh, um, so uh, which, one, which video is that from Jamaica? I was just, so what I've done, I've done um, a plantation video in Guyana. Let me just Not what well it was it, it was known well I, I'm calling it a plantation it, it was a farmer it was farming oh the Rasta farmer yeah oh, yes yeah, so is, yes but yes now we get yeah yeah so that no yeah it was about an hour and a half up up the hill um but yeah it was it was <laughs> do you know what? that was actually my best day in Jamaica the whole time I was there that was a really really cool really cool day but yeah it was about an hour and a half up the hill but yeah it was it wasn't was an easy workout and the, one of the guys that took me over was way into his uh, 60s exactly and, you know I was, I, was, I was struggling to keep up with him at some yeah. point I was really struggling to keep up with him I was trying not to show it too much on camera obviously but <laughs> I was lagging behind I couldn't keep going so uh, but yeah some big guys out there man was, yeah that was a cool experience I really enjoyed that one he came across on the camera and the conversation, the, the 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 detail and level of conversation. Not many people, like even some British-born Caribbeans, depending on their connection to their heritage, they wouldn't understand. They wouldn't know some of the stuff that that guy was talking about. Yeah, I, I really, really loved speaking to them guys actually. Because at first I wasn't sure if people they were going to open up so much. But as we got into the day and we got to know each other a little bit more, and I'd met Mr. Sativa a couple of times before, and so I, got, I started to get to know him a little bit down at the beach. So um, 
once we got into the day and I think we could realise that I wasn't just there to like mess around and I was like yeah. really intrigued by the Rastafarianism. Um, yeah, they op opened up and then, you know, and we, we managed to have the conversations that we ended up having. So yeah, that was, uh, it was really, it was really nice. Yeah, he was deep. He was deep. He, he, it's a pity that you couldn't have really had that experience and then like maybe went back to one of their houses and really sat down for maybe an hour with them and just let them talk about the, the Ayabingi and the Federation and, you know, the different sections of Rastafarianism and, you know, yeah. that would have been really cool. But, you know, there's not all we got is time on our hands, just Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, they were, they were great guys. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, like, because Jamaica, the thing is, what, what I found about Jamaica, it was difficult to get people to open up, like, very quickly into a conversation. Yeah. Um, people are a bit standoffish. Um, at, at least that's how I felt. People were a bit standoffish. They weren't quite willing to open up straight away. And, you know, it took a little bit of time to build a relationship. And building a relationship out there is much different to anywhere else I've been in the past so it took me a little bit of a time to get into it and um, so when I got that one at the, at the end of the that was the end of my trip which was really the last day or so, second last day I was like ah this is it I finally feel like I've worked it out a little bit so but yeah it was unfortunately it was right at the end of the trip but it is what it yeah. is it's um, good learning experience very good learning yeah. experience and you've you've built a, a a trustfully a lasting bond so when you do return you can you can hail him up and say hey <laughs> i'm back yeah exactly man <laughs> yeah 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 we can we can do a part two and they can take you some next places and and you see this is another thing i didn't know those those things you were calling apples i've never even heard of them jamaican apple <laughs> yeah that, do you know what? they're delicious and i think you said this they taste like a cherry on the video but actually they're, they're somewhere between a cherry and a pear but yeah, ah, really so, so is is the is the texture more like a pear and then the taste like a cherry? Yeah, that's how it's, it is to me. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it was really good. The fruit out there in Jamaica, honestly, the food, the food, well, it's just like the fruit and stuff. I, I can't can't think yeah. anywhere else. It'd be nicer to be honest. It's good food. Everything you know, like you said, so showing in that video, you know, walking around and literally the guys, he's pointing in a two yard space yeah. and picking four or five different types of food. I'm looking, where, where is he getting this from? Yeah, but yeah. And you'd walk past it and just think it's just like part of the fauna kind of thing. You wouldn't yeah. think it's nothing. Else. Yeah, man. It's it's surprising. It's surprising that, that, you know, that such a rich and abundant country is so, so much of a still a developing country. Outside of the toll roads and the Chinese investments and stuff, it just seems, and this goes across the whole of the Caribbean, but Jamaica specifically, mm. because it's like, it, it has obviously the, the roots with, you know, reggae, etc. Peter Tosh and, you know, the Whalers, Bob. Um, yeah. And uh, Bro, literally all the superstars that come out of there, and it's not just, you know, it's not just the musicians, it's the sports stars. So yeah. it's like, yeah, there's so much talent that comes out of there. But yeah, it's a it really is a shame, Jamaica, to be honest, because it, do you know, like the abundance of food, it's a beautiful part of the world. It has, uh, it has all the potential to be this amazing place, but for some reason, do you know, there's all the violence and stuff that goes yeah. on there and the difficulties, like there, there are lots of people struggling out there to make a living and it's like, it, it, it could be, 
you know, yeah. it literally could be paradise, but yes. for, for one reason or another, it's not. Mm. It's it's there's there's so many. It's not just one thing. It's not mm. just one thing. There's not just you could do. I mean, if you could maybe wave a, a, a magic wand, I mean, I think a, a, a easy way to to get developing countries, as they're known as now, out of the uh, the quadmire that they're in, is this just wipe the debt? This is wipe the debt. Give yeah. them the ability to, to control their own destiny, and let's see how they get on for fifty years. <laughs> you yeah. know. Well, yeah. So this is a thing that. So I actually are quite intrigued about the empire and how people are responding to this. You know, with, especially with the queen dying last year. Yeah. Um, so it, was it last year? Is it the beginning of this? I can't remember. But it's not, it, it, the time is moving so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clueless, but yeah. But just seeing that change, and obviously, so me personally, I'm not a royalist. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mental institution to have people born yeah. into divine right to rule. I think it's a wild idea. Indeed. But also, I, I, I do see that on the other side of it, okay, so it's checks and balances for the government. So, okay, there is another division of power. How little or how closely mm. aligned their, um, their needs and wants are. It is another yes. discussion, but on paper, you know, it's an extra division of power somehow. But, um, you know, it's, it's like in the UK, we're sort of told the, the royal family is all ceremonial, it doesn't, it's not really important, but it didn't feel like that when I was in Jamaica. So talking to people, the general the general feeling I got was that it, they, they're not independent. No. They don't feel independent, you know, they still say, oh, the queen has to sign off or the king has to sign off and every law that gets passed if we pass a law in the UK then they try to pass it in Jamaica and I was like oh well that's fair enough like at home most people don't understand that there's these countries that still feel part of the empire yes and then like almost against their will it wasn't it wasn't a nice oh yeah it's a good thing we should be all part of this there were some people actually that really supported it and um, I learned I had some couple instances some conversations where I really learned about some, um, what would you say? What's the word I would go for? But some some things that I'd learned or heard about when I was younger, and I did I just sort of dismissed them. Things like generational pain, um, the self hatred oh, within black people. Yeah. I'd never experienced yes. that personally. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But then see in Jamaica, and I had some personal incidences of it. For example. Um, I was talking to some guy at a bus stop and he was telling me about how basically he was talking about how Jamaica could be what it's what it isn't. It could be this yeah. amazing place, blah blah blah. And then he says to me, We need the white man to tell us how how to do things. <laughs> yeah. And I like took a step back and you know, he, he stood he's between uh two old girls and I was thinking one of them's gonna say something like, No, 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 like we don't need this like and they both agreed with him, and I sort of stood back and I thought, all oh, right, okay. And I, I almost felt a little bit uncomfortable, like that that's the way that they were thinking in terms of like, oh, this, so the race is so prominent within the ideas. And, and I, yeah. don't, I don't know how, but yeah, it really, it really knocked me back a bit. And then there was another instance. I was on the, um, I was on the beach and I was talking to some lads. I went down to do a video in uh, Moran Bay, but in the end it rained all day, so I couldn't, I couldn't get anything done. But I met a few young lads on the beach when I was starting up, and they were like 15, 16. And they were all really dark lads. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them was a bit darker than the other three, and he'd made a mistake in the conversation. So he'd said something that I'd already answered, and then he'd said it in a, he said it wrong. 
because uh, they were asking me questions, you know, just intrigued with what I was doing there. Yeah. And one of the other lads, like, tapped in and said, he's, he's just dumb, look at the colour of his skin. Oh, gosh. Uh, do you know what I mean? And I thought, oh, wow, I've never, I've never seen yeah. this in person. Like, I've in heard person. about it and thought, that's yeah. not really good. But to see it in person, I was like, oh, and it, it knocked, knocked me back a little bit. So, yeah. I did, um, I did have a couple of experiences out there where I thought, oh, this is... Maybe reevaluate how I actually thought about some of these ideas. Yeah. That I would usually just dismiss. So yeah. And you're lucky just to have that. Well, lucky in the sense of being able to, to to physically quantify it, because as you say, you may hear about generational curses and you know self hatred, etc., mm. etc. Et um, but to to see it in multiple yeah. guises, it's and some some people who are black who are Caribbean. They don't see it, they hear about it, but they don't see it. It's like yeah. a, it's, 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 mm, it's, it's going to take a lot of time. And unfortunately, I'm shocked that you said it was a 15 year old. I would have thought it was more of the older generation who had that mindset. Yeah, so yeah, like I say, because it was the kids as well. Like, I'm, I'm really like, oh, that's, uh, I think it knocked me a little bit more because it was the kids. And then there was, and then there was other things, there was other things when people were talking about like mental slavery, I'd never really understood this idea before. And then, um, but then I would see how the authorities would talk to people. And then, it, and when I say authorities, I mean, if you're in a shop and someone's wearing a uniform for the shop and they yes. tell someone what to do, that person will do it sheepishly. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So and I was like, oh wow, I've never, I wasn't expecting that. I never, especially when in a country with like a history of fighting for liberation and you know, even through all the music it's about freedom yeah. expression and force yes. and then someone a shopkeeper to be able to tell someone to do something like a grown man and then that grown man's going to be sheepishly go and do it I thought wow this is really mm. yeah it was it, it, really interesting to see I, mean, I don't know if it's just from what I've been reading and seeing and that's influenced how I perceived the situations that I was in or if I actually perceived them in the way that no you did it's the latter it's the latter unfortunately mm. it's it's an authority figures unfortunately it's authority yeah. figures and people have been mentally conditioned into look you know someone's got a uniform one you're lower especially I mean you, did you did you experience it like I mean I guess like if you went to a bank you would see majority of the people who would be like redskin as they call them over there right uh, so, do you know what? I don't really remember going into a bank, but okay. um, I did have a. So we, I was in a route taxi and we got stopped and it searched. And the way the police spoke, it was like, a, and I had it a couple of times actually throughout the Caribbean, in Guyana, Trinidad, and then in Jamaica. But I was in vehicles that got all stopped in, in all three countries. And um, the way the police speak to the public. It's like they're naughty children. No matter yeah. what's going on, you know, it's yeah. like they're speaking to naughty children, and it, mm. it was almost confrontational from the beginning. And I really found it. Well, I mean, it's... the police have got to do their job, and like I'm not from there. I don't know what it, I don't know what the circumstances are day to day for a policeman over there. But it did feel like it's like they were asking for trouble to, to yeah. try and get people riled up. So which I thought was really um, strange and unusual. Actually, it made me appreciate the police back home a little bit more. Um, funny enough, <laughs> it does when you when you ex when you see some of these these um, interactions, locals and police. It's like, why? Like, is there something personal going on? Why they they're acting this mm. way? It's 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 strange. We we've you know, I've, 
as a collective we need we definitely need to try and change that mindset it's 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 awful it's absolutely awful yeah. and then and then that breeds well we don't want to talk to the police we don't want to have anything to do with the police if something happens we'll try and deal with it ourselves and we'll just because the police deal with us this way it's a separate yeah. separation separation just I like sep- go on sorry sorry i was gonna say yeah and then once you've created that space that's when you've got the guys that can come in and take advantage of it and then you know yeah. eventually along down the road it's, it's not the police running their place it's somewhere it's the people that you don't really necessarily want them to be running their place running their place totally you know cop <coughs> excuse me overflowing trustfully we will see a change maybe not in our lifetime but you know there, there as you as you've experienced there's so many good people so many good people yeah, across this plane of existence it's just that there's you know there's a few people that kind of just kind of mess it up for the uh, <laughs> for the yeah. good guys yeah it's just, it's a, yeah it's definitely the majority of the yeah it's, it, well, sorry it's definitely the minority which is um, making things difficult for a lot of people especially in Jamaica it really felt like that mm. what was your experience like in in Trinidad do you know what actually so I, I went to Jamaica with the whole idea of the one love everyone really open and friendly that's just, this is the yeah. idea that I got from, you know, from pop culture and, yes um, and actually the Jamaicans that I know back, back home back home um, yeah and it wasn't really like that and I, when I was in Trinidad and Tobago I had that one love everyone welcome yes. really open super friendly so I was expecting that in Jamaica as well but actually what I was expecting from Jamaica I got in Trinidad and Tobago but I I, I got so much love for that, for that place. I, I would um, I'd love to go back if I can get the opportunity I'm hopefully going to go back I, I was meant actually was meant to go back at the end of my Jamaica trip because um Moses was one of the guys in the video. Me and him were set up. We were going to do some other videos, and I contacted some other people who was really involved in the in the gang culture, and we were going to go okay. do a documentary. But unfortunately, just financially, it wasn't it was, yeah. um, sensible for me at the time, so I had to, I had to come away. But this is something that I, I do want to do in the future. Mm. Yeah, really, um, I really fell in love with Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, yes. The, the, the Caribbean is, is this littered. It's it's the it's a jewel. <laughs> the Caribbean scene is just a jewel of islands, and as you've experienced, it can be so different. Yeah, like the weird thing about Trinidad and Jamaica. So the differences, I, a lot of the differences I found, Trinidad, it feels like an old English town. Even the way people talk to each other, and, and in the city itself, in um, in the capital, do you know it? It looks like an English town. It reminds me of somewhere like Worcester in in the UK, mm. you know, like a nice southern town with a nice cathedral, a nice church. Yeah, all the streets are clean, everything like that. But then Jamaica, a lot of the culture, it felt more Americanized. Yes, it didn't. It didn't I couldn't really feel that traditional Britishness. Obviously, there's a like the school uniforms and things like this, but um, the actual culture itself, it, it really felt Americanized, where things are about how things good look, everything's on the super, on almost on a superficial level. Um, yeah, so that was the main differences I found is that Jamaica was a bit more Americanized than Trinidad and Tobago. They, they still felt like um, almost like old English towns. Okay, would would you say that there's more? 
um, like KFCs and McDonald's in in Jamaica versus oh, yeah, far, far and away. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's also difficult to compare because of the size. I mean, Jamaica only has like an extra, I think it's about a million people, but it's really condensed into Kingston. I spent most of my time in Kingston and Jamaica. Okay. Um, whereas when you're in like Trinidad, there's only 2 million people in the whole country. I think the capital was 500,000. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, you know, I'm walking around the street, I'm like, where is it from? You know, it just feels like there's no one there. So yeah, so. They're two very, very different places. I mean, if they weren't in the same part of the world, they'd be very difficult to compare to each other. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and sticking with the, the Caribbean, what other islands um, have you got on the checklist? So I was I was in Tobago, but I was only there for a day, unfortunately, because that was one of the most beautiful places. Probably the most oh, beautiful uh, part of the world I've ever been. Do you know what I mean? I'm in the Philippines yeah. now, and I've just been island hopping. I said to my friend, I said, I actually think Tobago is with, like the travel between Trinidad and Tobago because it's like an archipelago of little old islands. Yes. Really living on them. Man, what? I know. It's incredible. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Um, so, so there. And then I was in English Guyana as well. I don't know, uh, I don't know if you really call that Caribbean, but they definitely. Well, no, no, no. It, it, they are. It Caribbean. They are, Josh. I mean, I know because that's technically that's mainland. That's that's mainland uh, yeah. South America, isn't it? No, that's Caribbean. Yeah. Their culture is Caribbean, so it's not South American culture, Afro yeah, South not. American, so it's Afro Caribbean, yes. Yeah, but yeah, Guyana was really cool as well. But I only spent a week there, and um, I got distracted in Brazil, and should have had more time <laughs> in Guyana, but I was distracted in Brazil. I'll say no more about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I didn't get the, to spend the time in Guyana that I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Easily done. Easily done from what, from what I've seen and what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and actually, that's a good point as well. I mean, what would be, I mean, um, currency-wise, what would they be using in English Guyana? Would it be in Euro or East, Ca East no. Caribbean? What were they using in Guyana now? Um, it was his own currency. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Guyanese dollar. Okay. I think it's a Guyanese dollar, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a Guyanese dollar that they were using. Interesting, interesting, because you've got, okay, so you've got the Jamaican dollar, Guyanese, Guyanese, Guyanese dollar, dollar, and then you've got the Barbadian dollar, and then everything else is like East Caribbean, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah so the ones I went to all had their own currency. So, um, I never seen like the East Caribbean um, ah. I've just seen dollars, so rather well, the, oh, the yeah. in the dollar, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Saint Lucia might be a, a, an interesting destination to go to as well. Again, very. I would say topography-wise, it's quite similar to Jamaica, but mm -hmm. uh, culture-wise, it's very, very totally different. French influence. I, it's it's very strange how like how the Caribbean countries are so different. You know, very similar histories. Mm -hmm. in lots of them um, even modern history is quite similar once they've got their independence and divisions split between left and right like almost purposely yes. the, the CIA has had the speeders involved <laughs> in all of it um, so yeah it's, it's, it's interesting to see how different they all are even though they, you know, they have so many commonalities mm. 
You've clearly done your research, Josh. <laughs> I like to hear it. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it's interesting to see who's meddling in different places. Totally, totally. Mm. And you just you just see the influence. You you think, oh, why is oh that's why? Okay. Yeah. Enough yeah. says. Enough says. Yeah. <laughs> so. We, 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 we've been in the present tense, we've been in the present sense. Let's, let's kick Marty and Duck out of the DeLorean and let's go back in time. Um, what part of the UK were you, um, did you come up and, and um, you know, learn so your I'm trade? So yeah, so I'm originally from Teesside, um, but my dad was a military, I was in the military, so I never re actually really grew up there, I spent most of my time in Germany, so... Um, where home is is a bit it's a bit of a difficult question to ask i spent most of my life in a small town in germany which no longer exists and the people who were there as a community were always moving and always changing so so this is where you were talking about change before i can't remember if we were, it was yeah. before we started recording this that's always been a constant in my life um so being on the road it doesn't feel particularly unusual to me this, you know, I'm always meeting new people it's sort of always been the way my life has been um, but yeah so originally from Teesside spent most of my time in Germany when I eventually moved I left home at 17 I went with my granddad back in Teesside I was there for a few months uh, about nine months then I joined the military myself and I got posted back to where I'd just come from I was trying to leave so <laughs> so back in a circle but no like I wouldn't change it you know I yeah. To see it as a kid and then to see it as a as a squaddy, two different experiences. And um, I would change it. You know, it's, it's, all of that has led to where my life is now. And yes, uh, you know, I feel like I'm living a good life. So it's um, I wouldn't change any of it. Totally. So I, I take it you learnt German then? No, actually, I never. So this is one of my life shames. I always say this, if I have one regret, it's not learning German. But. We lived in a basically we lived in a small community. Maybe I, I don't know the actual numbers, but maybe five to ten thousand people, and it's all English. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And you're in the camp, and and where we actually grew up as well. You know, there's a lot of it during the the 90s and then the early O's. We're still in the wake of the Second World War, and where we were was just up the road from the concentration camp, and. I'd, I always feel bad in saying it because I've met some amazing people over there too, but. It wasn't like as though you were particularly welcomed by the locals. So, okay. you know, there was always conflicts between, even when we would go to the football, you know, my mum would be going to the football, and yeah. you knew every week there was going to be the parents fighting on the side, and it was there was always animosity, oh, England, you know, they just say it with a tone where you're like, oh, yeah. there's still yeah. stuff going on here, like, you're yeah. still not quite over that. And, and that was what? 60 years at that time 60 years be before but you know it was people's grandparents and um it's just it, it must be difficult I, I don't know if we've got any military bases in the uk where foreign so obviously the us they're, they're everywhere but you know <laughs> I mean? it, it, it must be difficult to have foreign troops in your yeah in your territory if that makes sense oh, so, no yeah but so looking at it from that perspective i I almost can understand why people would be have a little bit of animosity, um, but yeah, it wasn't obviously all like that. But there were, it was certainly, Joe. You know, I remember going. There to was a tone. Nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, definitely there was a tone. I remember trying to go to nightclubs and say no English. Joe, you know, just clear as day, no English. That's it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Or um, go to a swimming pool sometimes. I oh, will not have an English in today. All right. 
today, the do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, they, uh, we're talking like maybe like 15 years ago now. So obviously I think a lot, a lot of it has changed, but yeah, but 15, 20 years ago. But yeah, there was, there was, there was definitely times like that. So, um, so yeah, yeah. clearly all it of the experiences has molded and shaped the t you to be the man that you are today. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that's, that's how we all are, isn't it? It's, we're all molded by our experiences. Totally, totally. So I take it. I take it. Was it? Was it your the your? The, you was inspired by your father to then go and join the military. I, actually, when I was younger, I, I used to go mad saying I hated it. I was never going to join and all this. And then um, I was at home. I was. I was two thousand and eight. So it was to the recession and everything. Yes, it was, it was impossible to get a job. I didn't know anyone. Um, and I, I said, I don't, I don't sound like where I'm from. So I was always, I felt like a bit of an outsider at home. Mm -hmm. And then obviously couldn't find a job for months. And I was not really sure who I was. And I thought, you know what? What's going to make a man, I might, man out of me? I'll, I'll go join the military. So I, so that's what I did. I went and joined up. And then um, I'd done that for just just under eight years. And then it got to like the, interestingly, it was the Bre Brexit pretty much made me decide that I had had enough. Um, okay. Because I, I started to pay more. I was really, I was really not really, I really wasn't aware about the world. I didn't really care. I wasn't intrigued. I just wanted, mm. you know, the girls, the drinking, whatever. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't bothered. Yeah. yeah. And then Brexit came around. And for some reason, we all, it seems like the whole world started to get political around that time. Do you know, with Trump in the US and yes. Brexit at home and whatever else. But it, got, it started flicking my interest. And then I would see, because um, I would have been, I would have been a leave man. And to see the way the media spoke about people who, who would have voted leave and knowing it wasn't true about myself and most of the people who I knew who wanted to vote leave. Yeah. Um, I mean, think, oh, what, what else have I been lied to about? Because if they're like, <laughs> lying to me right now and I'm existing, yeah. knowing that this is a lie, well, what <laughs> else is not true? So I then started, you know, getting more intrigued and getting down rabbit holes and then yes. the conspiracies and then what's yes. not true and what is true and that. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I just, I just don't believe anything anymore. So I just try yeah. not to pay attention. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I totally I, listen. <laughs> I think it was early <laughs> 2004 or five. I was at that point where I was like, I've been down all these rabbit holes. I've, mm. you know, debunked all of these theories, and it's like, mm. oh my god, it's like there's, there's nothing left. I mean, and that's when, that's when I got to the point where I was like. I've got to concentrate on myself now. Like I know there's yeah. some nefarious, wicked people on this plane of this existence doing all kinds of things. Mm. I can't control that. What I can control is me and my immediate family and my associates and my you know circle. And 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 from mm. there, trust me, that's where the change, that's where the real change happens. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Joe, you know actually, I so I started to learn, started to learn that in 2016 but I didn't really solidify, solidify really until like last year so I've obviously I've changed a lot since I was uh, a young lad then I think people who met me in the army back then and they knew me now I'm a I'm not 100% different you know I still have I still yes. go back to how I was a little bit but um, of course of course but now it's I, I'm a different person I know that for sure but yeah it's um during the whole COVID tip times for example i would sit at the tv i lost my mind i was sitting at the tv going mad at the tv for days and days on end and every day you know what's what are they saying this and this is saying that and yeah instead of thinking well what can i actually do about it you know i'm just sitting and complaining in my house what am i doing about it 
um, if I think someone's lying to me, barefaced lies, which I think now we're starting, I don't know how you feel about that situation, but I think now we're starting to see that a lot of it was either lied or manipulated or changed or, you know, yes. in one narrative, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I was going mad about it back then, but what, what was I doing about it? I wasn't doing anything about it. So then now I feel like I'm in a position where I can, oh, I can go and just tell the truth. Yeah. On, you know, I've got a camera, I've got, I've got my phone, if I wanted to use my yeah. phone, do a camera and then go, go tell a story and go ask people what they actually think rather than complaining that the media is lying to me. Why don't I just go and do it and yes. get the media and be the media not to lie? Indeed. So that's essentially where, where I'm at now. So yeah, let's say work on yourself and that's how you, how you make the changes. Mm. I think, I think many people are, are, are having that sort of semi awakening and <clears throat> They're at various stages because everyone's going to be at different stages. You know, some people are in, they're still in, you know, preschool. Some people are in nursery. Some people are in primary school, secondary school, you know, mm -hmm. college, university. And then we're doing doctorates and masters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's all stages. And we just got to, we got to recognize that some people still think that everything that comes out of that little glowing block box is a hundred percent truth. Yeah, why, yeah. Josh? That's, that's, it's scary, man. It really is because they'll say, "Josh Noble, why would they lie to us?" Like, yeah, you know, they're yeah. they're experts. They've, they've you know, they've, they've got no reason to lie to us. Experts, eh? Yeah, something. I don't know if that's what I'd call them, but yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, really. I did. I did find that that period quite difficult. Do you know, what I, mean? I mean, I I went into the COVID period having just read like Adolf Hitler's autobiography. I was really I just finished Ordinary Men, um, which is about a reservist battalion in in Germany who turned into executioners during the war. Um, mm. The Gulag Archipelago. Do you know, so I was already my my mind was not set up to be getting told I have to, to stay in my house by the government for the next however long. So was, <laughs> yeah, that did not help at all. But yeah, no, um, I think I probably would have come to the same conclusions regardless of what I'd just been previously reading. But yeah. <laughs> but it's it's good that we've still got people who are using both hemispheres of their brain, the left and the right brain, and they're actually yeah. asking questions because all I ever ask of people. Like, you know, I'll, I'll present some information sometimes. I always say, never, you know, never believe, always study to show thyself approved. Anything you hear, mm -hmm. you should always verify it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In the old I mean, days. Where do you go to verify it? It was another question <laughs> these days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> well, we're getting battered at all, all fronts, aren't we? Know, you know? You've got these I fact know. checkers which are funded by the same people who told yes. you the original story, and you're like, oh, yes. okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well you'll be happy to know. I'll, I'll, well, you know, I'll, I'll have to, at this point, I'll have to chop this interview into half. And I will be putting the second half not on YouTube because since we've spoken about certain things, they mm. will either put that fact checker on there or they'll even say medical misinformation. Yeah. Which is crazy because <laughs> what have we actually spoke about, really? Yes. You know what I mean? We've, we've alluded to something, but we've not actually said anything <laughs> out loud. But yeah, I, I fully get you, man. Yeah. This is the dangers and, and this is the wonders of it. I mean, my ultimate goal is to explore the human experience and let people have an opportunity to wake out of their slumber 
and just to think for yourself again. That's all I want people to do mm. is just think, ask some questions, you know, and it, yeah. and in that, trustfully, they'll get to the point where they're on the level of, I can't control the world, but what I can control is myself. And then it's the yeah. self-reflection. It's the, let me look into my health. Let me look into my spiritual, my spiritual wellness. Let me look into the emotional wellness. Let me invest into my children and my wife or my husband. And, you know, let, let me cherish the moment rather than always thinking about these little trinkets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I, I, you, you can't fault people for just accepting what they're told on TV as well. I was having this conversation with someone earlier on today. Is, you know, we all have things going on in our lives. Do you know, if you've if your mum's got cancer and someone's just died or you go through a breakup, so you, you don't yeah. want to question everything that's on the TV. You just want to yeah. accept what's being told. You don't want to be stressed out yeah. about the big picture stuff, which you you can't control. So you just accept, yeah. okay, this is what's happening. All right, that's what they've told me. They're, like mm-hmm. you say, they're the experts and I've got this going on in my life. I'd, and even if I could do anything about it, I'm too busy with this anyway. I've got to yes. feed the kids. I've got to do yeah. this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's no wonder there's so many people what like... You know, how you said that in a slumber or just yeah. going through their days. I mean, life's harder. You said it in the beginning. Of the book. Just, uh, just getting through the day. My mate said something to me once. He said, um, "We don't give ourselves enough credit for just getting through the day. Mm. Like, people don't do that." And I was like, "Yeah, do you know what? When people are having a hard time, it it is hard to get through the day sometimes. So yeah, yeah. to to worry about these big picture issues. Yeah, nah, you haven't got time. A lot of people haven't got time." Totally. And and that's where I, I, I utilize the phrase comfortably numb because it, it, it yields so much responsibility to say, look, maybe I'm not going to do as much research as Josh has done, but I want to do some, uh, something to confirm that these people are telling me the truth or not. And at that point, I then can then take control of my own life and destiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there's also, but I think it's also for one one of the things I've definitely learned whilst I've started doing this stuff, particularly outside, because originally my channel started with doing psychedelics, but since I started doing the more the human experience, the human interactions, I've learned that I've, I really have no idea what's going on, and <laughs> you, know, you, you just you just don't. The more people you talk to, the less you understand. You realize you understand. Um yeah. So, even like we were talking about. Uh, earlier on when we were talking about the mental slavery thing do you know before i would have probably just dismissed that i remember actually i actually um remember either reading or listening to uh some of akala's work around the empire and okay yes and i remember thinking what's this guy talking about some of his points you know a lot of it obviously this guy's yeah he's done more research than i have he's you know he's lived that thing and I remember thinking, what's 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 this all about? He's he's talking nonsense sort of thing. And actually, as I've grown and then learned and had these experiences myself, I'm like, actually, this he knew he he knew way way more than I did, and I just missed it because of my experiences. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, yes, um, you know nothing. It's essentially what I, heard, mm. I, I tell myself now. It's like <laughs> whenever I feel really dug in on a position, it's like, actually I might not know that. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, but with like positions, we we have like again going back to the earlys. I I, I was an avid UFOologist. You know, I believed in you know all oh, of that oh. kind of stuff. I, you know, 
anything's possible kind of thing. But as you grow, as you have information, your stance on things change. I do think mm -hmm. there are interesting things out there, but I, what I what I've come to realize now, and just 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 looking at basic language, language evolves over time, doesn't it? Along yeah. with culture, well, look, look at English in the last twenty years. <laughs> exactly, it's almost a different language. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Especially with the youngsters, like you have a conversation yeah. with the youngsters, they'll be like, "Huh? Why are you using those big words?" <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know. I don't know if it's always changed this quickly, or if we're just more aware of it now because of technology. I think a bit of both. I think the technology yeah. has, has has increased it because it's the 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 dumbing down of the English language now. So people don't even write full words now. It's this crazy text. Yeah, it does. It does feel like it's being dumbed down, doesn't it? Like I watched some videos from kids being interviewed in the sixties, and I'm like, oh, I yeah. don't know if I can I... hold a conversation with these guys. Yeah, they're ten and eleven years old, and they're like, oh, yes, man. yeah, it's. So. It really, uh, we I have done a, a whole um, podcast on you know the, the regression of of humanity because it's you know what we're doing now. Just think, but just, that's just, an optimistic uh, theme you're going with there. Uh, but well, I, I had to just literally highlight what was what's glaring obvious. I mean, right now yeah. what we're doing would be impossible in 1996. Yeah. You know, unless we, unless you was the CEO of a company and I was a CEO of a company and we had the infrastructure and technology and also the funds to be able to have a video call like this. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the world is a completely different place. Totally different. And then the, 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 the value we put on knowledge now, like we, we now walk around with pocket computers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so easy to get lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, so, so we have access to literally libraries where before, just yeah. I'd say to you, have a look, check out um, Fritz Springmeier and the Illuminati bloodlines. Go to your local, local you know, library and get that out. And you'll be like, okay, let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. get on the and now bus. I go to TikTok. I get to TikTok <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I've done my research. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's but this is the beauty of humanity. This is the beauty of just the world that we're so so different. You know, we're not going to have people who you know because what would what would a utopia look like? If you really think about it, I mean, our it's utopia impossible. would be quite similar, I would say potentially. But somebody else's utopia, they would want to murder and cut the heads off people every day. That would be there. People utopia. like different things, man. Exactly. Yeah, people like different things. Like, yeah. it sounds crazy, but some people are into that. Mm. Like, you, you only have to look at the like the big gangsters. I think it was Al Chapo who's talking about um, running the cartel, and it was like, someone asked, I think it was Al Chapo. Is it one of the big ones in South America? And they're basically talking about the violence that's involved in the in the in the business because that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's an yeah. industry. Yes, yeah. it's part and parcel. That's what it is. Mm. There's no qualms about it. That's just what it is. Mm. So it doesn't matter. So for like a utopia for that guy and a utopia for me, our mm. reference points are completely different. So it, this idea of you can have the perfect world and no one has to lose out. For me, I don't believe that's that, that's possible. But yeah, it's... Um... 
it's when, when you, aspirations for a lot of people. Yes, but when you put but the, but this is the point. It's nice to say, it. and yeah, you know, this democracy, this democracy, mm. and you know, demon yeah, rule yeah. and all this kind of stuff, or communism, fascism. It doesn't work. We just need like a utopian society. Maybe if we mixed all of them with a little bit of Karl Marx and a little bit of this, and you know, it it would work, and that would be a true utopia. But as as we've just slightly unpacked. The only way for, for the world, this plane of existence, to have a, a utopia of sorts is if everybody was robots. If nobody <laughs> had, you know, if he was I think we're going that way, aren't we? <laughs> Transhumanism, well, again, yeah. <laughs> that's another podcast in itself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. But that would be, uh, yeah. I, I, it's an it's an interesting plan and a theory, and we've seen the movies. Um, but it trustfully, like going there. Yeah, I mean, you just we said did. it. We've got the pocket computer. We've got the pocket computer. It's essentially part of us. Yes, it's an extension of us. They're, they're, mm. they're, our bodies are now molding to it. You know, the the, the neck posturing has now changed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the eyesight. People have uh, multiple people now. Yeah, obviously, we notice how many people are in glasses now. I haven't paid attention, but I'll start looking. I don't, it's hard to remember because I've, like, I've, everyone's been in screens pretty much since I've been. I'm like the last, I think I'm the very last few years where people still played outside. Like so you're I'm, mid-80s, mid-80s baby? No, I'm 91. I'm 90, okay, so you're really on the cusp and flipping out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think that's, that's, so for me, everyone's pretty much, like the Xbox and the 360 sort of thing was coming out when I was in my mid-teens, I think, or mm. early teens. So, yeah, so the screens thing and then the phone, I think I was, the iPhone, I think I was just about to leave school. Because <laughs> I remember I remember having the flip phones, so the iPhone wasn't really a big <laughs> thing at the time. Yeah. You're showing your age now, flip phones. Yeah, that's Samsung. it, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's it's so interesting when we start to flick back into into our childhood and stuff, and you you think to yourself, so many different, so much things have changed. Like I never oh. thought, like to, for instance, as a child, I I half expected at this point, this juncture in life, and to be fair, earlier than this, I thought we'd have flying cars by now, Jetsons, Back to the Future. Well, I don't, <laughs> yeah, well. I I don't know if we're too far away from it, you know. I really don't. We've got the driverless cars on the road in some places in the US, and I think they're trialing them out in Dubai this month. Mm -hmm. Is it this month? I think, yeah, they're starting this month. And like, I'm, um, I was in Dubai recently, and, you know, I'm looking at going past the big advertisement for a hosp hospital, and I'll, I'll get a picture of it, and when, I, when I'm next there, and I'll send a picture to you. Yeah. But there's a big billboard. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, it's about a hospital, and in the middle... You've got a nurse and nurse, and in the middle is a robot. Looks like something out of Terminator. Oh, yes. No, I've heard about this. See, yes, yeah. yes. So, like, we're not far away, do you know what I mean? We're, we're getting there slowly. I keep saying to people, we, we live in the future that people imagined when we were younger. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're almost there. Um, Definitely. I mean, if we go back to the early Star Treks, what 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 did... um. <laughs> what did they have? They had like little tablets and mobile phones in their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we're there, aren't we? Really? <laughs> if Elon gets his way and we're all in the Mars within the decade, oh, you know what I mean? Gosh. 
Okay. We are the Jetsons. Yeah, <laughs> fingers and toes crossed. So what, 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 <laughs> what's your idea on um, outer planetary exploration? Do you, do you really think that humanity or mankind can leave this plane of existence and land on the moon and go to Mars and all that kind of stuff? I really don't know, you know. I know we've talked about conspiracies before, and I was like, <laughs> I've definitely questioned whether we still, if it's flat or not, at some point. I was like, there's so much information now. I'm like, what is true? What isn't? So, yeah, I don't, um, I'll leave that to the experts to see if we can do that. Yeah. Air quotes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so let, let's, let's get back into the presence and, and get back to your channel of sorts. So we've alluded to, obviously, the, the growth and your sort of idea in regards to the direction you want to take it. Like, kind of, without giving too much away, kind of give us a roadmap. I mean, what, 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 what's, what, what can we see coming up? Um, a bit more of the same from that Rasta video and from this Tondo video, which will hopefully be out on Sunday. It's taken a lot of, I had like five hours of footage, so I'm just working my way through it, trying, trying to get that down to 50 minutes. Yeah. Um, so more of the same of this stuff, really quite raw. Yeah. And long term for me, I want to get into documentary making. So I, like YouTube is a good, it, it's, it's amazing because I can just take the camera and I can do it. And I can do all the learn all the skills myself. I don't have to go back to school. Yeah. Um, so I could do that. But long term, really, I want to do real documentaries, you know. Um, dive, diving into a, a subject and taking months of it research on it not just a couple few days before or a week before just really getting yeah. into it getting the footage and getting both sides because it's very difficult if i'm on a day um yes you know to valley gardens for example i went and tried to speak to the locals about what had happened in the past but if i was doing a documentary about that i would have liked to speak spoke to some of the police that were involved if i could have got Indeed. hold of some of the police or do you know what i mean so it's to see the both sides it's very difficult yes. to do that on a one day shoot where you just sort mm. of right i'm in the moment this is it it has to happen yeah. right now Otherwise, yeah, yeah. it's not a video. Um, mm. So, yeah, so that's sort of Right now, I'm looking for... I've been up to now in the year, I think I've done maybe eight or nine this year, and you know, we're almost halfway through. So I've got a lot to do with the back end of the year. But I want to really focus more on the British Empire and the legacy of that again, um, when I can get into some countries of that. Um and just alternative ways of living. I've so I have an idea now. I'm going into the north of the Philippines starting on Sunday. I'm going to do a sort of 10-day trip up there. Um, I'm hoping to find some this well, the rice fields, the rice terraces there, and apparently that's dying out. So people are leaving, they're going to the city, they're not really doing the rice in the in the in the ancient ways anymore. So wow. I want to go and sort of live a day in with these guys and maybe what does it like for them? What do they think of the world? You know, do they believe in God and how do they have their families and what do they think is how to, how to live a happy life and a good life. Yes. So that's the sort of stuff I'm aiming at um, going forward in the immediate future. Educational, inspirational, peeling back layers. I've, yeah. So like, I really, I really enjoyed teaching. I, I enjoyed teaching when I was in the military. Um, and I, I, I'm really loving learning how to tell a story. This is what I'm at at the minute. So like, I know I'm not, I'm not where I'm going to be. So I'm not, I have watched my stuff back and I'm like, oh, I'm only 20 videos in or whatever I am. And I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. And I'm only a year. It's only a year yeah. since I started doing it. So I'm like, 
everything's just each video is about just working getting a little bit better at one aspect you know one week i'll be focusing on right what do i want here with all the so i want my even just as simple as i want the thumbnail to be yeah. clicked on well, i want the click-through rate to be more than last week yeah oh, okay so yeah. that, so what what is it that i'm looking for and then i do that and then it's okay well i want my intro to be a better intro than the ones before and you know it's just trying to get you, you can you can feel it in yourself when oh this is going to be a better intro this is a better yeah. intro than I've done before but it's yeah. nice to have the analytics like, I don't want to get too bogged down in the analytics because if I like what I'm doing yes. then other That's people the are going to like it yeah. yeah yeah exactly but right now the analytics are a good they're a good tool you say oh right okay well people weren't really interested in that uh maybe I haven't got the right audience yet for that conversation um mm-hmm. maybe I could focus on shift the focus and it helps me. And then that actually, when I can get more focused, then you can get you can dive deeper into the conversations that you're actually yes. really interested in too, as well. So, yeah. um, which yeah. are going to open people's eyes. So this is this is like the near future. Um, I'm hoping to go down south in the next couple of weeks to go what to a place called Marawi because uh, a few years ago ISIS were down there in wow. the Philippines. Yeah, so there was like a conflict there, and people say it's like the Battle of Fallujah comparable to that in, in in Iraq where the city just got absolutely flattened so I'm going to go down there there's still elements of extremist y- units in and around the city there and people have I mentioned to people I'm going down there oh it's dangerous down there it's you know it's it's the uh the extremists wow. are down there so, so I'm okay. really interested to see this and yeah well, hopefully I don't stumble across the wrong ones if I if I do find them but yeah, yeah it's um so that's the sort of content where I'm going out. Almost like somewhere between gonzo journalism, gonzo yeah. documentary making, somewhere between the, the yeah. middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. Find that line. I mean, you've definitely got niches because there's not many people who are who are doing and taking taking the time to to not just go to the dangerous areas kind of thing, but to 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 tell a story, to to mm. explain you know what's happened you know the history of it kind of thing and then get some some input from the locals kind of thing i i, I truly enjoy that kind of content not the the clickbait ones i'm in the the world's most dangerous place and you know paying people to drive you um that's not fun to me that's not educational to me I, yeah. that's that, to me that's exploitative you're exploiting yeah. the 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 woes of those people of that country for your financial gain yeah, I, yeah. So this is a, this is something that come up a lot of my one of my Jamaica videos. So the the original one at the Tavelli Gardens, uh, there was a part in that that which got cut up and it was shared on a lots of channels. It was shared on like Facebooks and different Instagrams. We're doing about half a million subs, uh, half a million followers on these pages. So there was a lot of comments <laughs> on them, and a lot of it was talking about like why do these Americans, so they hadn't watched the video firstly because the clip <laughs> that they cut two seconds before it, I said I was English, so they hadn't seen the video. But what the, a lot of the conversation was about how oh, this colonizer's coming here, he's exploiting the locals. But really, it's like, well, if you watch the content itself, it's not about exploitation. Yeah. Firstly, it's if I am privileged and I'm privileged enough to go into this, because a lot of people, are, uh, even on the one in Trinidad, although that's got like mostly positive i did have some negative um interactions with some people over it because they're saying no you wouldn't have got that reaction if you were if you if you were black and you'd gone into that area you wouldn't have been treated the same way as though it's my fault and i was like i was like (laughs) so i understand yeah why people can be a bit conflicted about it but at the same time it's like 
okay, if I do have this privilege where I can go into an area which people can't usually go to, surely I should use it. If I'm going to be doing this sort of thing, surely I should yes. use it to my advantage and the advantage of the people. Like, I'm not saying I'm I'm doing you know, God's work or anything like that, but I'm, you know, yeah. if, I'm, if, I, if I've got this opportunity and I can go in and I can talk to people and have the conversation which raises awareness or highlights something that people didn't know about, then why yeah. why not use that to my best yeah. advantage? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, like you say, there, there is a fine line between this. I've seen a lot of comments about poverty porn on um, on other people who go into the, the poorer areas. And this, and this is what I was made me think about the, the Tondo stuff because I seen a guy who walked around and he, he walked around and he interacted with the locals. And actually when I was there, they, I was speaking to them and they were saying that they get a lot of people come through in video but no one mm-hmm. stops and speaks and, and says hello. And yes. So this is the next level. This is, okay, this is right. Understanding how do they function? How do they think and live. see the world? Yeah. yeah. And how do they actually live? Do you know, how do they shower? Like this is, this is what I spent, spent the other day. So where do they sleep? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're sleeping on the floor on this wooden um, sheet. They don't have mattresses because where were they going to put it? Because the room, the rooms in the house is too small to have a mattress and also yeah. be able to function as a room. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they eating day to day? And and and, and actually, I don't know if you've seen him. Best food review show. He's really good. No, um, I haven't seen him yet. He's he's, he's outstanding. He's I really highly recommend. If you're into food food stuff, he's really good. He goes across all the cultures. You know, he can make people laugh in any culture. It doesn't really matter what it is. <laughs> but, the, the, but the way he approaches eating people's food, he does it in a way that you know. For example, this pag pag, I could have been like pulling my nose up and oh, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could be doing all yeah. that. But really, this is how people eat every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not really for me to go there and start like uh, retching and whatever else. It's yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's how am I good? How do people eat this? Why do they like it? it mm-hmm. or, if it's a as as they it's going to be in the video. They say it's they think it's dirty, but it's necessary. How otherwise they don't eat. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's basically it's yeah. getting into that mindset of okay, okay, this is this is what I have to do to this is what I have to do to feed my kids and feed myself, and this is what I've got to do. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to get into that mindset rather than to make a joke out of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a thing out here called um balot, where it's like a chicken egg, but it's the the hen, the little chick is almost fully developed. Oh my god. Yeah, that was so that was bizarre thing that I yeah, but that's just a typical Filipino yeah, um yeah, yeah. A dish. So that was a bit strange, but that is that that to me was really unusual. But as, you know, even then, I'm not like, yeah. You know, I mean, I took I took the chick out. You know, for, let's be honest, a dramatic effect. So I'm shaking yeah. the chick around so just to see if you <laughs> see the chick is there. And I, I was genuinely like, oh my god, I'm really nervous about eating this. This is like one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also trying to be sensitive about. Oh yeah, it's, this is a cultural thing. Indeed. Um, do you know what I mean? You don't have to accept all cultures as being right and one culture is as good as the other or whatever else. You don't have to. I don't feel like that that's the way you have to be. But at the same time, it's about being respectful about where you are and who you're talking to. So, yes. Um, and totally. he does like, this This guy, this best food review show, he does an outstanding job of doing that. So um, I think, sort of... you, you, you know, sorry to interrupt you, Jess. I think I've just done a quick search. And is it the American guy? Yeah, yeah, he's American. Where's the record? Red, uh, red Bandana? Pe- yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him. Yeah. Have, that's very synchronistic because 
on the weekend, usually synchronistically is a lot quicker, but on the weekend, I watched him in some part of Africa drinking, um, he's with like possibly the Maasai Mara or someone. I think it is and the Maasai, was, yeah. And he was drinking the blood and the milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, straight cool. from the neck. So the, the yes. neck straight out. Yeah. Yeah. And you, know, you, you can see in his face, he's not enjoying it, but you know, he's, he's, <laughs> He's trying yes, not to, you know, exactly. he really swallows it down, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I think, that, like, when it comes to foods and stuff like that, that's that, like, the approach that I, I want to take. Obviously, they're still going to have fun and mm. um, enjoy it. And if it's weird, it's weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, eating the chick, which is basically yeah. just a chicken fetus. It was, it was really strange, yeah. but yeah. yeah. You've, but, you've, clearly, you've clearly got a, a stronger... Uh, intestinal fortitude than myself because I, I, I don't think I could have done that, sir. <laughs> yeah, um, there's not had any solid movement since I got back. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good, man. As long, as long as you're keeping yourself safe and as long as you know you're having fun, that is the most important thing. And you, you're building these memories, man. You're building these memories and these experiences and you're creating these bonds that, you know, that that's mm. one of the most important things. That's one of the most important things you yeah. can be doing. That is the most important thing, mate, to be honest. Like, I, um, so obviously I was filming for the 24 hours and obviously you select what you're filming when you're there for 24 hours, you can't film the whole thing. And it, mm-hmm. and actually that, if you are filming the whole thing, that creates a barrier between you and the, the people yes. that you're talking to. So you have to turn the camera off if you really want to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, do you know, on a night I'm, I'm, I'm having heart attack conversations, the camera's long off and, you know, I'm, and I'm hearing parts of their lives and I thought, wow. Oh, yeah. like, you know, that, that that's, that's pain. This is, this is the story. They're telling me a story. And I'm like, oh, I've got family members just exactly like that. But mm. you're here in the Philippines living in this slum. I don't, I don't even like using the word slum, but it is a slum. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no two ways about it. But you, when you're talking about people's homes. Yeah, yeah. It, you almost feel difficult. I, I, I even find it difficult to say poor people when they're like, oh, these are very, very poor. They literally eat chicken out of the <sighs> bin. So it's, but it's and still this, difficult to say poor people because it's yeah. like, how is that interpreted? to them because i yeah. know they are going to watch this this stuff that i'm doing um and i don't want it to be offensive to them even if yeah even it's, if it's, it's how it's i feel tricky. i don't want it to be offensive so it's a, it's very difficult trying to find that line but at the same time now it's a sort, sort of i just got to back myself and then if anything comes of it i just got to say all right okay i hope yeah. my hands up in the future this this is not Indeed. what i'll approach it in the future do you know what i mean yeah. so this is mm. um and, but that also highlights the fact, you know, like we, we I mean, we've there's poverty in the UK, but when you compare Absolutely. it to, to poverty in the Philippines, in the Caribbean, mm. there's there's levels of poverty. There are true yeah, there levels. Is. Yeah, yeah, there certainly is. And actually, I, it's funny you said that about the Caribbean because being in the Philippines made me look at Caribbean and think, wow, there's the especially Jamaica because no one is no one should be hungry in Jamaica there's that much food and it's like right okay it gave me more of an appreciation for how poor some places are compared to the Caribbean and it's like and I obviously I was only visiting I was there for a split second essentially I was there for I was in Jamaica for five weeks and I I personally if if I'm truly honest I didn't feel like the people appreciated how good they had it Mm. In, in, in a lot of in a lot of aspects um so and then coming into manila and seeing this level of poverty it's an, it's just next level yeah um so it, yes 
and hopefully people if anyone's watched not many people are watching the jamaica videos that's fair enough i think eventually people might but if if this if people see what's jamaica and then they see the philippines and they think oh, actually do you know what actually we do have a pretty good video that's maybe funny. that's yeah, yeah do you know what i mean hope the whole time i was here in all of these places the caribbean the same i'm like overwhelmed by how lucky i've been like or we are in the west to be mm-hmm. to grow up in the way that we did you know just in normal infrastructure if something's broke you bring someone up it gets fixed do you yeah. know what i mean like just to have that it's not the same in a lot of places or you've got the money spare to do that you know what i mean it's not the... uh, it, it really makes you appreciate what you've got exactly exactly yeah mm. so i will not take up any more of your time sir um two oh. last Two last questions as we wind down. Firstly, have you had fun? Yeah, perfect, mate. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Excellent, excellent. Very last one for you, Senor. Please tell us who you are, but do not tell us your name. Oh, so I've got to be a character, have I? So in essence, describe yourself. Okay, I am. Working it out. I would say. I'm still mm. working it out. Yeah. Yeah. More than a blank canvas, but you are a blank canvas. Yeah, yeah. That's, something, that's a good way to put it, definitely. Yeah, I'm still working it out. Um, it goes back to that knowing nothing thing. It's, you know what I mean? I'm, mm. I'm trying not to be too set in my ways on yeah. anything on on any subject i'm trying to be open but also there's a the downside of that is you, you don't have this or oh, i am this and this is what i stand for do you know what i mean you don't stand for nothing you can sort of thing yeah. um but yeah i'm still i'm still working it out i would say might be a bit of a cop-out answer but that's where i'm at no 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 it makes sense it makes sense it, it totally makes sense and, and you've 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 um clarified and given more detail to that so no not a problem at all you've um provided a very edutaining conversation sir uh thank you again Cheers, for your time please throw out all your social medias so and i'll make sure i put the links below in the description uh, yeah, it's literally YouTube is, is going global and same as Instagram going global. And they're pretty much all I'm using at the moment. I'm going to hopefully be spreading it onto Facebook because of this part of the world and other parts of the world. That's the main one. So I'll be putting it into Facebook and that eventually too. But yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And I would suggest the old TikTok with your content. You have to get yourself oh, on TikTok. Yeah, I think once I've got once I've got to about fifty videos, I'm going to start chopping them up and putting shorts out there and stuff. So then at least then I'll yeah. have some content, and the videos might be good then as well. So hopefully, yes, uh, we'll get indeed, there. indeed. So guys, make sure you go over, like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Obviously, consume the content. It's um very <laughs> very interesting, and there's a lot more to come. Um, yeah, trustfully you enjoyed, and we will be back. Trustfully, maybe in a year or so, we'll have another catch up and we'll see where, 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 what part of the world Josh is in and uh, what mindset he has. Yeah, thank you very much, mate. I've really enjoyed it. And thanks for reaching out. It's, uh, it's been good. Definitely.